Yeah, man, it's the one only DJ Chase, man. WDJCDB, uh, DJ Chase Radio, man. You know this, man. Only on uh, 12 mobile apps, um, Live365DJChaseRadio.com, YouTube, DJ Chase TV, and Apple and Spotify Podcast. Today, we have recording artists, R&B artists, label owner, recording engineer, music supervisor, and father, Winston Ward with us today. What's going on, brother? What's going on, DJ Chase? Listen, first of all, I just want to thank you so much for for, for the hospitality to have me on your platform. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I said, I get a lot of hoodlums that listen to my show. I get a lot of cool people <laughs> to listen to my show. So you know how that go. Uh, That's a fact. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great, man. No complaints at all, man. How's everything on you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I had a lot of work to do today, so I'm trying to get everything organized and then you know just get the business going i got the my beat store out right now so i did like an exclusive release for my beat tape so i just put a beat tape out so it's pretty dope nice nice mm. congratulations on that man for sure for sure all right man so i want to get a little bit into your background you know you're a label owner you know you do a lot of stuff you know definitely a dope oh, dope yeah. super dope ass rb artist um you know you were born in new york correct Oh yeah, Bronx, New York, born and raised. Bronx, New York, Bronx, New York. And what's your nationality? I was see, I see you had a song called Jamaican, so I didn't know if you were Jamaican or not. I I am Jamaican. I am Jamaican. My pops is Jamaican. My father, my yeah, my father's from Jamaica. My mom is from the United States. Uh, she grew yeah. up in Harlem. So okay, copy, copy. What uh, what school you go to? I uh, went to Bronx Leadership Academy. So right, yeah, Bronx. Born and raised, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. now New York, you know, we we native New Yorkers, you know, it's, it's, it's the most expensive city in the world. It's changed over the years. All these non-New Yorkers come here and messed up the city. You know, <laughs> I, oh, I, I wanted to say this, like, what, what, you know, everybody wanted to be a rapper. What made you want to be yeah. a singer? Oh man, I think so. A little backstory: my older brother is a singer as well, so he never took it serious, mm. but he would always sing, he would always sing around the house and. Growing up, I would always hear him sing uh, Drew Hill. And one day I just took one of his CDs and mm-hmm. I would, that was it. That was it. That was the start of it for me. I would literally just sing Drew Hill up and down the house. And then it expanded from Drew Hill to just Cisco by himself. And then from Cisco and went to Boys to Men and then Brandy, all these other amazing artists that I mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, took hold to. So, yeah, yeah. yeah R- R&B was always for me. I didn't... I, yeah, I don't think I've ever had the <laughs> the inclination to rap like ever. Like it was yeah, never, yeah. it was never a thought. It was it was only R and B. That's crazy. You know, it's funny. I don't even think there is any R and B artists from New York. Actually, I don't. I don't. I don't really recall. Right? No, not I really. Mean, I mean, Alicia Keys is from New York. Uh, no, I mean like male. I mean, I meant to say male R and B. Excuse me, male. There's no real male R and B artists from New York, right? That that is true. Now we, we could be mistaken, you know, we could be mistaken, but mm-hmm. from from what I can gather, uh, I don't especially the Bronx. Yeah, um, I never heard R and B singing from the Bronx, yeah. Never. So um hopefully hopefully I'll be the first. That's dope, that's dope. That, right? <laughs> yeah, and and what did your parents say? Like, you know, you say, you know, you could have been anything, you know, same with my mm-hmm. my, my story's a little weird too. So, you know, what did your mm-hmm. parents say when you said you wanted to produce, uh pursue music full time? Well, my mom, she is, uh, let's say, a scholar. She's very, very big in academics. Mm. So um, my mom was always of the the belief that you know you always need a backup plan. Mm. You know, go to school, get a get a good job, and you could do music on the side. But I'm pretty sure, as you know, you know, if you want to take music serious, there's um, no such thing as doing it on the it, side. It, there's no such thing as doing it on the side. This mm. is a full time passion. It's a full-time effort that you need to put in in order for you to reach, you know, 
reached reach a, a decent level. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I knew from very early on that the traditional path wasn't something that I was going to take. So um, I think now and over over the over the years, my my mother accepted it. My father, my father always accepted it. Um, <laughs> That's was, how it uh, is. Yeah. Right, right. My pops always accepted it. He he, mm. he loved he loved it from the jump. So um, mm. it was just my mom that that gave me a little bit of resistance. But yeah, you know, eventually, eventually she 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 came she came on she came on she came along as well too. So for sure, for sure. And uh, you know, New York, we didn't we probably around the same age. New York, they they don't have no music programs like they used to. Uh, there's no like schools that teach it. They took it all out of schools, especially production programs. You know, the only yep. thing only got one, I think SAE, and I think they're trying to close that. Um, yep. You know, what, who, like, how did you t- teach yourself production and songwriting and singing? Because it's very difficult to write R&B songs. I don't even do it. So who taught you how to do that? So I, I would be remiss if I didn't, if I didn't mention the, uh, the guys that I grew up with. Um, I grew up with, with, with two guys, uh, Javard and Charles. Um, they're pretty much like my best friends, like God brothers or whatever you want to call, mm. you know, you know, whatever we want to call ourselves. But um, we were all in like an R&B group together. And I really learned every, almost everything that I know now from them, mm. how to write songs, how to structure songs, how to listen to songs, how to, how to build my harmonies, mm. you know, all, you know, all of those things. So kind of just growing up with those guys and we grew up in the church and mm. being in the church, being in the church also kind of helped cultivate our sound, mm. helped cultivate us um, musically as well, too. So um, I would I would have to say it was a combination of church and just being in, in, in the R&B group with, with, uh, with, with my guys. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's dope. And um, what instruments do you play? So I don't play any instruments. The funny thing is, that every everyone always believes that I play instruments. Even, mm. even when I was, even when I I, I was heavy in, into into church, mm. everyone always believed that I played instruments because I always hung around with the musicians. Mm. Right? It was just we we all kind of understand things. So I understand a lot about music and music theory. Mm. But I don't I don't necessarily play instruments. Gotcha. I'm okay on the piano, but I wouldn't I wouldn't ever <laughs> play to be a piano player. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah, and you know what? Who who inspired you? Because I know a lot of times people like myself, I'm inspired by you know. I mean, I, I try to. I'm really inspired by myself, but I you know I listen to or influenced by certain. Not not when you say influence, I guess inspired by. Who would you say like inspired you as an artist, like like a, a, another artist or producer or singer singer songwriter who inspired you? I think, I think it it, it changes daily. Mm-hmm. Um, moment, moment to moment. I think nowadays when I when I watch Kanye West, I know it's I know that's kind of like left nah, to say, but that ain't left, that ain't left at all. Kanye's that kind of dude. Of course, no, no, but because he's not like an R and B singer, mm-hmm. but I I admire his his free spirit. I admire how he's not scared to create what makes him feel good, and especially when I watched his documentary, I felt I was drawn even closer to him. Um, uh, let, let's say other people. Um, obviously, let's let's dive deeper in R and B. Um, Tank is mm. uh, one of the, the 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 big people for me as far as influences. Um, major major influence. Jamie Fox. Mm. Um, major major influence for me. Um, Eric Bellinger when it comes to singing and songwriting. Songwriter, yeah, that's major, the, major that's the, that's a, yeah, that's the guy with the songwriting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, Babyface, like mm. you know. 
Luther Vandross, you know, like his, just the way how, like his stage presence, how he was able to command the room with his voice. So mm-hmm. it's, I draw, I draw from so many different people and so many different experiences. A lot of things that, I, what, what I really like to do is I like to watch people's live shows mm-hmm. and how they sing in the room. Like I like to listen to music soul child and I watch so many of his different like shows and he'll sing the same song. 20 different ways and I appreciate that so much because it's like it keeps things new and it keeps things fresh so mm. like I, just to to, 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 to uh, round out your yeah. question I think what inspire who inspires me I think I draw inspiration from everyone who sings and who, mm. everyone who pursues their passion um, and yeah I, I appreciate it because I, I draw something from them every single time yeah that's fire that's fire and you know as an r&b singer especially a male r&b singer a lot of the r&b today is it's is getting there it's getting back up you know you have the the burnt fires and you have the different guys like that making more the giveons making different type of music you know do you feel like uh <clears throat> you being a male singer that sings about love and romance and actually happiness and happy situations not pain and, and right. want to kill yourself you know <laughs> do, you, do you feel like that's that's actually harder uh to make it into the mainstream or, or you think it makes it easier so i think mainstream is dictated by what people support Mm -hmm. so i think right now especially you you mentioned uh you mentioned brent i think the the type of music that he promotes is i wouldn't i wouldn't call it toxicity because he 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 even came on interview and said that you know he doesn't really promote toxicity these are just his his experiences Mm -hmm. um so i think what I think people, especially in R&B, they, and let me not, you know, single it down to R&B. I think it's just popular music in general. Mm. They they kind of ride the wave of whatever's, whatever's popular, whatever, whatever's happening at the moment. So I think as long as I continue to make music that's, that's important to me, that's relevant to me, that mm. I know will connect with other people, mm. um, I try not to really, you know, worry about, you know, what's popular or if I'm if I'm riding the wave of what everyone else is doing as long as I'm making music that's true to myself mm. and true to, to to who I am as as a person and also as an R&B artist um, I think that I'm I think that I'm okay I think I'm on the right track yeah yeah that's that's a dope way to look at it you know because a lot like, even with you you don't really have like auto-tune and the same because like I said pers- personally I think the guys make great songs I personally just think they can't sing so uh, me I being mean, an R&B me being a producer I'm like alright they they great songs but they just can't sing like they're horrible oh. uh you know uh as the type of artist you are you're a self self-proclaimed deep thinker you're an introvert you know what i'm saying do you feel like that sometimes hurts you or do you feel like you know what i'm not as outgoing i'm not as with the antics do you feel like that kind of hurts your career <clears throat> i don't think i don't think it i don't think it hurts my career mm-hmm. i think when it's time for me to to speak to people, I can hold a conversation. Yeah. So I think that is what's important. I think if I was introverted to the point where I didn't want to connect mm. with anyone, or I didn't want to go out and speak to people, then I, I um I wouldn't I, I definitely wouldn't go far. Um, I also don't think that you can be that much of an introvert and be a good performer. And I I personally believe that I am a decent performer. Mm. So. I think in my personal life, I prefer to keep a lot of things private. But uh, <laughs> when it comes to um, when it comes yeah. to the music, I definitely know how to you know flip that switch and turn it on. For sure, for sure. Now this debate of R and B is dead. Let's get into that real quick. We don't talk. We'll talk on that too much. But how do you how do you feel with the what people saying R and B is dead? How do you how do you feel about that? Like 
You know, because that's I, don't, I personally don't think that's true. I think if anything, the rappers are making R and B records, but it can't be dead with people like he's an R and B singer. He's not a rapper, so exactly. So, so to answer your question, not not even answer, but just to comment on it, I think mm. a lot of people are stuck in whatever era they appreciate the most when it comes to R&B, hmm. right? So like you see a lot of people, they're like, you know what, I really love 90s R&B. Or hmm. some people like, I really love 2000s R&B. And if you think about it, those times are almost, those times are never coming back. Those nah. specific times. Of course, we're gonna, we can draw samples from it and we can kind of, you know, remix it the way how we want to remix it. But um, those times are never coming back. Hmm. So I think what people should do especially if they love r&b they should try to embrace um the aspects of r&b that are that is popular and also if you don't find anything that you like that's popular that means you probably have to do more digging because i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure there's artists who are singing the type of songs that you want to listen to oh most definitely they're just not they're just not popular yeah. so i wouldn't necessarily say r&b is dead i would just what i'll say and you alluded to it earlier is there are a lot of rappers who are singing they're throwing auto to it and they're singing about relationships they're singing about i mean they're, they're rapping about relationships they're rapping about having their, their, their heart broken and things like that and that's nothing wrong with that mm. however i i wouldn't say i have a problem with it but i personally wouldn't call that r&b so because yeah, you come from the traditional sense yeah exactly mm. so it's they're i think they're conflating the two like mm. there needs to be like a, a different different i've always and it's funny because i've always i've always said that i was when i first heard drake i said he's an r&b artist he's not a rapper like even i used to be i used to be the original advocate I used to, like he's terrible like because i never thought he could sing so i'm like i make music this this nigga is whack like he's just terrible like and he, <laughs> he's progressively gotten worse but you know i think what it is is too is just i think today I think the talent level, you feel me? Like, I think of the course. 2000s, the 2000s was crack, and the 90s was just, because everybody was just talented. People today oh, are yeah. not talented. People today are marketed, so there's a difference, you know? Of course, of course. There's <laughs> and, um, no, what's the name? There's no, there's no yeah. artist development. Mm. There's no, um, there's no nurturing an artist. There's no grooming an artist. I think now it's just because of the ease of access of technology, anyone could go into any studio and and um, pretty much cry on a song and tell them to put auto tune on it and it's going to sound fire. Yeah. Especially if you got an engineer that that, that knows what he's doing. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think that that kind of took a lot of the, the artist development away because you didn't need to do it because we have technology to make you sound the way I want, I mm. want you to sound. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I get a lot of music reviews and I do uh, music, review, music reviews for a big company. And I tell you, the white artists, they are not playing. They are doing all the R&B. Like, they, the old school oh, R&B, yeah. all the oh, white yeah. acts, all the foreign acts, they are doing all the old oh, sound yeah. R&B. Like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, do you self... I wanted to know this question, too. Do you, all the records you have, do you self-produce those or you, like, collaborate? So, I, co I collaborate. I don't, um, I don't produce almost... There's very few songs that I produce completely by myself. I collaborate mm. with almost with almost everyone. Okay. And um, the reason why I do that is because I personally feel like my music is better when I collaborate. Mm. I think, and I think that's a that also like adds to your question before. I think if I, I think if people who are introverted, I think most people who are introverted, they like to do all their music by themselves. Mm. Whereas me, I like to collaborate with 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 so many different artists because what I've realized a long time ago is 
the experience that I have with one artist is mm-hmm. going to be a completely different experience from the experience that I have with myself just listening to the music. Mm. So, and and it, it, it's collaboration all across the board. It's not, I'm not an artist that feels like, oh, I need to write all of my songs. If you got a hook for me, bro, send it. If you got a verse for me, bro, send it. Mm. Or, 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 sit, or sit, send it. Because, you know, there, there, there are fire female writers, there are fire male writers that's out there. Mm. And there's fire male producers, fire, fire female producers that's out there as well, too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always willing to just collaborate with, with, with everyone because I feel like music is better that way. And if you really think about it, that's how it was done back in the day as well, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, the record, I want to get into some of your music, right? So the record I got throw it away that's the one i like we're going to talk about two oh, other yeah. records you know we're going to talk about the joint that's dropping friday but throw oh, it away because oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going through back catalog i like to go through back okay. catalog so like okay. the throw away record yo that record is fire i just i just want to let you know that and uh you know who uh like what inspired that record oh man so you give me a short answer i'll give you the short answer yes um that wasn't necessarily my situation that I went through. Mm. It was a situation that my best friend went, went through, right? Mm. Gerard. I, m- I mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Um, he was he was going through a situation mm. that was very bad, and I almost felt like I was going through it because we we were speaking about it every day. So one day I just was like, "Listen, bro, we, we gotta we gotta we gotta write about this. We gotta use that pain. We gotta use that 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 energy that you're feeling. Let's put it into something that." And that's what came out of Throw It Away. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You who produced yeah. that record? You produced that? No, no, no. I didn't produce it. I'm so about to say that the, funny thing, <laughs> the funny thing, one of my boys, he sent me that record so many like years ago. Wow. And it was literally yeah, it was literally just sitting on my computer. And when I was sitting down with Gerard, we were literally just going through beats, going through beats. Mm-hmm. And that came that came up. Like I heard those keys. I was just like, Yeah, I reckon yeah, that's up. the one. That record is up. Yeah, uh, you know now sounds of music university. Let's get into that. Oh so, yeah, oh yeah. So is that your label? And what's up? You signing artists? How we? How we? How we working with that? Oh yeah. So all right. So yeah, sounds of music university is my label. I'll go. I'll give you a brief overview of why I call it sounds of music university. Mm. Before um, my Instagram name used to be the R and B student because I truly felt like I was a student of R and B. I, I knew, I know a lot about R&B. I studied it as far as from a, from a musical standpoint, like as mm-hmm. far as like riffs, runs, harmonies and all that. So I wanted to build a community of like-minded artists mm-hmm. who also who also studied um, music. It didn't have to be R&B. It could have been pop. It could be hip hop, country, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to build a roster of, I wanted to build an, a roster of artists who who had the same passion for for studying their craft, mm-hmm. and that's 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 how and why I started Sounds Music University. Um, currently, I am not accepting any new artists because I would like to work more closely with the artists that I do have. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, you know, or not sometimes. What I what I ran into um, a lot of my early days, I was just trying to sign everybody and just work with everybody. Mm. And what I realized is I was spreading myself too thin oh, and yeah. it caused, a, it caused a little bit of resentment with the artists that I was already working with because mm. it was almost, if you think about it, if you have, uh, if you have, let's speak about relationships. If you mm. ever, if you already have one girl and you still out looking for other girls, how, how's that one, how, how's that girl at home going to think like, she's going to feel like she's not enough. And so, artists, and artists um, are sensitive as hell for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. so. 
they no, think money, they think money grows on trees. So I'm like, listen, I have to, <laughs> I have to get revenue somewhere else. I have to, I have to figure this out. So you ain't working, of you course. ain't selling records. I gotta get some money, like. Of course, of course. Yeah, they think money grows on trees. So I understand what you, I understand what you mean. You ain't gotta be nice. I got, mm-hmm. I'll say it for you. <laughs> now, the, the next record, the next big record that we, before we get out of here, I want to talk about this something about you featuring oh, the yeah. lovely Amber Lee dropping on this oh, Friday, yeah. the Fire Soulful Joint. First and foremost, who produced that? Oh man, my dude Thomas Craiger. Funny thing is, he he's all the way in Canada, but hmm. he was the name. He he hit me up. He does a lot of like R and B beats. He's like, bro, I'm feeling your style. Like you know, things are like there's not a lot of R and B artists like you. Hmm. Like here, he sent me like a few of them, and this was one of them that I was just like, this this gotta be this is the one. Mm. And the funny thing, Amber Amber pulled up to the studio one day and she's just like, yo, let's work on something. And I was just cycling through beats and that came up and that that was all she wrote. We, we wrote it right there on the spot. Yeah. And um, that was all she wrote. Crazy. Amber Lee's your artist? She signed to you? No, no, no. Oh, no, Amber no, Lee is no, no, fine. No, no, no. She, just, she, she, she killed that joint. Yeah, she killed it. She killed it. All right. So you want to shoot a video for that? Videos already shot coming out the same day. Oh, let's see. I ain't know that. That's that's what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. I, I got the exclusive record, so that's what I'm saying. Asking. Oh, nah, yeah. that's that. De- nah, oh, that's yeah. definitely that's definitely a. Uh, <clears throat> that's a banger. I'm definitely I'm definitely I, feeling that one. I appreciate it. Man. And uh, you know, I want to ask I want to ask this question, right? And uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, as artists, as producers, as CEOs, we do so much. You know, what I'm saying we extend over mm-hmm. over extend ourselves to the point of sacrificing. And things like that you know you have us uh, one full album two eps and a load of singles mm-hmm. you know what's next for winston war like what's next on the agenda to say okay i've been through the promo runs i got the label i've been doing this a minute i've been putting in that work i own a studio a fly studio you know what i'm saying what's next for winston sure. war i think what's next is really and so earlier this year, uh, I was I was hospitalized because of, mm. of COVID, and it, it really uh, forced me to think about what I was doing, what I what I have, and you know what I need, what I don't need, and what I realized what I have to do, and this is all a part of what's going to be happening in the future, mm. is I realized that I have a lot of great things, and sometimes as you meant as you, as you said it like. Wearing so many hats, we think, you know, the next thing is going to be the thing that is, that's what's going to get us where we need to go. Or, you know, if I sign this one more artist, or if I create this other business, or if I do this, or if I do that. And I, what I, what being in the hospital kind of like uh, made real for me is everything that I, everything that I need is within me. Mm-hmm. Everything that I need, I already have. Mm-hmm. So what what's next for me is cultivating everything that I'm already working on, mm-hmm. whether that's my own music, whether that's me writing for other artists, whether that's me cultivating the artists that are already on my label, um, I really just want to hone in and and really just dig deep and focus on mm. what I already have. And that starts with me. That starts mm. with me putting out all of my music. Uh, I'll be fully transparent with you. Something About You was recorded two years ago. Yeah, I believe you. You're one of those. You definitely don't be holding music. Don't be holding music, bro. Exactly. I can't do it no more, bro. Don't hold me. Don't don't do, do that, dude. No sense. Drop a I song every every hour if you have to. Do not not exactly. hold music. Don't you like you are way too talented to hold music, bro. 
No, I appreciate it, man. So, but yeah, no. I, so to answer your question, what's next? Mm. It's gonna be a, a whole lot more music, a whole lot more product productivity, a whole lot more. Um, just seeing Winston Winston Ward more, and just being in tune with what Winston Ward has got got going on. There you go, man. And my last, my last, last, last question before we get out of here, man. Uh, you do it all. You produce. You engineer. You uh, dope with it. Uh, you know, what advice do you have for any uh, artist getting into the music business? Like, what do you say? Like, you know what? What's one piece of advice that you have for anybody that says, you know what? I want to be Winston Ward. I want to be uh, DJ Chase. I want to be that next guy. What advice do you have? Um, I would say everything that you need is within you. Start now. You have everything that you need. And don't stop. Yeah. Momentum momentum is what is going to take you to that next level. Yeah. So start, don't stop. You will, you already have everything that you need. You keep going. It's gonna yeah. happen for you. Let's get it. Let's get it. You feel me? Like I said, it's my guy Winston Ward. You know this man, DJ Chase. Thank you for coming on the platform, my brother. My fault sitting there acting crazy. Yeah. So like I said, we here, we here, man. It's uh DJ Chase, man. Winston Ward, man. Where can people find you, bro? Listen, you can find me on my website, which is winstonwardmusic.com. But if you do socials, you can find me on Instagram at winstonwardmusic. Find me on Twitter at winstonward. You just type in my name, winstonward. I'm right there. And TikTok is also winstonwardmusic. So, yeah. yeah he's he's expensive. His studio is expensive. So make sure y'all hit him up. You know what I'm saying? He's very, very, very expensive. Oh, yeah. He's not cheap. You know this, man. Oh, yeah. Nah, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party of his podcast, man, right here on WDJCDB. My guy, Winston Ward, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, brother. You know this, man. It's DJ Chase. Get that DJ Chase merch. Order your hoodies. I got hoodies and T-shirts. Got the Scullies for the winter times getting cold, so get those hoodies popping. DJ Chase, Spotify podcast, Apple podcast, YouTube, DJ Chase TV, and www.djchase.net and djchaseradio.com. Instagram underscore DJ Chase. There's a lot of Chase going on. You know this? DJ Chase, the Game party miss podcast. Yeah. DJ Chase TV. It's official. It's official. Come-